Today's topic on the Love Change podcast is a tough cookie. It's about feeling not good enough. It's a bit of a internal dialogue you might have once in a while or all the time when you're trying to do new things, when you're trying to uh, grow, when you're trying to change, that some voice in your head is telling you to doubt yourself, that you're not smart enough, you don't look good enough, you are something, whatever, not enough, and that deflates you. Yeah, it blocks you, it stops you from uh, stepping out of your comfort zone. We're going to talk about uh, how we deal with that, how we experience that, and what you can do to uh, overcome this uh, negative voice in your head that's telling you you're not enough. This podcast... It's all about change and the discomfort that we deal with and that's what we appreciate to talk about because we believe that it's important to learn to love change and face all those moments and grow and uh, we stream live <laughs> thanks for laughing <laughs> super someone's business, super happy <laughs> super business introduction and today we're gathering and just uh, continue thank you yeah. thanks for bumping into it like every week yeah uh we stream either live on instagram or Facebook every Tuesday, or otherwise you can tune into your podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure to subscribe, make sure to share, give us a like, because we appreciate when we get to more people with what we do and spread the word. Yay. Little disclaimer, Yay. <laughs> we're both a bit sick, might have the Ronies, might not have the Ronies. So the energy is not where it's usually at. Um, because we love change how you want to kick this off Kay? how do you feel about not uh, being uh, productive enough this week yeah I think this week is a great example last week, this week. Of, uh, yeah last couple of weeks I would say not doing enough not getting enough output how do I feel about it I feel bad yeah. about it I feel like I'm uh, delaying on uh, seeing my dreams come true um feel like i'm letting myself down uh, i know i need to recover first before i can do anything uh, substantial um but at the same time uh, i would l rather be in a different place i think this example is not a great one because this is really about being incapacitated incapacitated i don't know how you pronounce that word but i am not able to do what i usually can and that makes me feel bad and today as you compare your yeah today we're talking about for instance you thinking your website's not pretty enough to launch it or yeah. me thinking my presentations are not or my website perfect example is not good enough or my uh, me judging your introduction energy level not being high enough and that's something you didn't do to yourself i did it to you so i'll blame on me for that but we're talking about super business introduction hello today we are talking the just, point is whatever i do i just cannot do it right that's the whole point ah, whatever i, I do know i never a, had one intro where you've been like wow either my voice is too low that's why not good enough 
<laughs> you can do better. <laughs> we can do better. Yeah, I think there is a certain amount of energy that comes with introducing yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I think I have a certain amount of energy that is not your energy because I'm a female human being and that's okay. Ah. Well, we'll leave the couple of arguments, you comment. Uh, <laughs> couple arguments to the side of today's episode. Um, I'm having a very big headache at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, I think, like for instance, what I had yesterday was me pushing myself, ramping up to do a talk at JCI and constantly, physically, I was getting signals that I would not be healthy enough to keep my focus for an hour because that's what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And that's a great example of what do you do with uh, those voices in your head. So throughout the day, I kept uh, pep-talking myself, kept giving myself more and more rest and also cutting out the the weeds in the sense that I want to do this, I want to add that, I want to do this. I just kept it to a bare minimum. Mm -hmm. I was like, I've done this before, I can do it again. That's an example of doing something that you've already done. Yeah. Now we're talking about doing things you've never done before because that's where change is at, you know? Yeah. And in those moments that you're like, hey, I'm going to deal with my relationships differently. I'm going to, yeah, I think relationships is a big one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talking about the not good enough message. I think Mm -hmm. this week I've also uh, overcome a bunch of voices in my head feeling not good enough to be taken care of. Um, You should spend your energy elsewhere. More productively than me dragging my yeah, body I was really around. surprised when you said yesterday it'd be nice if you stay home then uh, it, it's nice if you're around if I need yeah, you so yeah. that was really yeah, I was really applauding that so that's a moment or an example of overcoming that mm-hmm. <coughs> I think me personally the not good enough message uh, doesn't bother me as much as I see with my coaching clients because I always think to myself, if somebody else can do it, then why couldn't I be able mm-hmm. to do it? Like, not I'm not lacking intelligence or or uh, motivation in that sense. But coaching. No, not coaching. Just in anything in life. So if I start a new company, ah, <clears throat> a lot of companies that I've started, I had nothing background-wise mm-hmm. to do with the business, the industry. I just showed up, rolled up my sleeves and went to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in that sense, uh, those are moments when you're out of your comfort zone that they're not good enough, not smart enough, not well equipped enough. Message shows up in your head. Yeah. And um, how, how is that for you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, after working for so many years in a corporate environment, having a team most of the time um, and now being by myself more or less with our intern is uh, is kind of also very much out of the comfort zone and also realizing that it's a whole different thing like um, I was doing fashion I was managing teams collections whatever and now it's superfoods it's uh, running a plant-based superfood pharmacy and just making all the decisions by myself most of them at least have someone to ask but i find that super discomforting how often do you get the 
not good enough message quite often but what i usually like the way i approach it because i could wait, like wait, wait, let's before we move on how, how do you experience it when does it show up like before we step over with mm. what you do with it how does it how do you know it's there when when do you feel if it? i start doing something i don't know i open photoshop and i start doing something i want to do a layout for something mm -hmm. which i haven't done so many times in my life so i'm like i might use i might need to watch uh photoshop tutorials to get that stuff done so then of course you're like oh my gosh you're such a newbie like you're such a like how how come you have never learned that software properly you know those things that's where it starts mm -hmm. And then do a layout. How many times have I done a layout in my life? Maybe five times. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what do I want to have? You know? So that's where all those voices start screaming. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because and what happens something... when you get those voices in your head? What would I do what, with it? Or... What is the result? Yeah, first of all, I'm like, I mean, what I started to do is like rating my expertise in that area to be like okay how many layouts have you done in your life oh five mm. oh okay maybe then you should not uh, telling yourself that you're expect, not good enough yeah, exactly like what do you expect that you're a natural born talent and you're just gonna wake up with photoshop skills. exactly so that's why and i think that is that's a, a very one. measurable way how of approaching it yeah exactly that? like you know it's just like okay how many times have i done that in my life mm, very few Okay, so why would I beat myself up? I'd rather spend the time and energy into looking at tutorials mm. or looking at someone else's product that kind of is the vision I want to have and be like, oh, that actually is a good inspiration. This is what I kind of want to have, but in my own thing, you know? Mm. And uh, yeah, and then just try. And Like, I never want to really compare, but sometimes if I look at bigger brands that do products like I do, And I see sometimes those super crappy designed images yeah, and stuff. Give, I'm like, what the fuck? Shit as well. Exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? How come like you are such a big company with so many people, so much turnover? You have like 30 people working for that company, and like this, this is the output you get. And then I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm more than peace. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So But it's I think a it's good important. tactic right here if you feel yeah. bad about whatever you're doing. Look at somebody who's doing worse and then you'll feel good about yourself. No, <laughs> that's not what we want to promote here. Yeah, just rate your skills. Just be really No, your neutral. experience, not your skills. I think what you said is how often have you done such a thing? Yeah, but so skills don't... based on your experience. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I have no experience, how can I have skills? Literally. I'm not going to get into the semantics of skills <laughs> and experiences, but basically it's matching up your expectations with where you're coming from mm -hmm. and that works in the productive realm and in, in like work etc mm -hmm. how does it work in a personal environment because then we're not talking about how much experience i've had or maybe you you're, you have uh, skills but you think they're poor yeah You know, mm. that's why I was like the relationship one is an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. Because the only moment you can be like, I'm good at relationships, is because you've always stayed in the same relationship or not, or 
don't like, think I don't know. Like, I think like this good enough thing is about your self worth. Yeah. Like, what what are you? What how do you value yourself? And then when that is a bit off, it might slow you down because we look back on the productive side of it. I remember you not wanting to do, for instance, the premiere editing because you hadn't had enough experience and you didn't feel like it. You wanted to do it together. And that was uh, like, besides it being uh, a new thing, I also saw in you how much it uh, stressed you out. Yeah. The feeling of not knowing, not being able. Because I felt like really asking. I needed to ask so many questions. And mm -hmm. I think I asked a couple in the beginning. And then you've been like, yeah, well, I watched all those tutorials. Mm -hmm. And that's how I learned that you can do that too. And I was like, this is like literally no help. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I can start watching all those tutorials. But actually, I never asked to learn that software. Mm -hmm. So that was also not really uh, adding to the comfort, mm -hmm. you know, in that sense. Did you ask to be on a podcast? <laughs> today, not actually. <laughs> I think today no one asked for that, but it's okay. We're doing it. Yeah, we're here still because we love you and want to keep up <laughs> to our good promise. Enough today, but it's okay. Yeah, to keep up to our promise to not only show up when the sun is shining. Sometimes we have rainy days, and I think today is definitely one of those days that I don't feel good enough to do a podcast. Uh, And I think that's a perfect example because it's a bit of a mix between uh, something professional, something we're doing with an audience. And it's a bit uh, related to something personal because the reason why we do this podcast is to get to know each other better. Um, and, and also spark the conversation with you and your loved ones about how you deal with change. I think for me, the biggest journey in not being good enough was always the outside world telling me you're not good enough and me proving them wrong mm -hmm. and that's why my relationship to this message of not being good enough is a bit different yeah tell me more like growing up as a foreigner here in the netherlands always being the usual mm. suspect always being considered slow or stupid just because you're from a different migrant background gave me a sense of I'm not gonna let the outside world decide my worth I know my intelligence and I'm gonna do me so that also caused me to not care about fitting in a lot of times mm -hmm. because that's the funny conversation for instance we had with Dom when he was like I'm going to meet new people and I want to blend in so I researched them I saw who they are what they do what they look like and I dressed accordingly so I fit in I never did that because I didn't care about fitting in because I felt okay with who I was. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this simple example of do I look good enough? Can I go outside like this? This one. I never asked myself that question. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree on that. Yeah, you can testify <laughs> that you find me outside. Oh my gosh. <laughs> in the most fancy places, under, underdressed uh, <laughs> What was it? Wearing like tights with shorts over it in a super nice restaurant. <laughs> after like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody dressed up as hell and me looking like I came from a 80s gym class. <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah. I don't have those moments of, of self-doubt. 
the moments that the self-doubt shows up for me is when I'm tired, when I'm not seeing the results that I want to see, when I'm putting in the efforts and, and, and like not seeing the breakthrough that I want to see for myself. Mm -hmm. Then I can start doubting myself in the sense that like, yeah, maybe I'm not that smart as I thought or the quality of my work is not as great as I thought or, or uh, it's just not it. I should just get a job and uh, lick stamps at the post office. I don't know. Just like forget <laughs> it. Should give up on your dreams. Like okay. that's the, like the conversation for me takes place then when I'm tired, when I'm not seeing breakthroughs, when I'm not seeing results. And the best thing for me to do in those moments is to take a break, relax, rest, because probably I overdid a bit. Mm -hmm. But also uh, what you said, uh, acknowledge my progress, acknowledge my process and count my blessings, count my wins. So I started incorporating the feedback form in the talks that I give. So I get a lot mm -hmm. of responses. Uh, I've asked so many clients for feedback on how they experience me as a coach. Which is very amazing what and, you get. And uh, people responding to how I write, like super heartfelt personal messages, mm -hmm. people sharing with me how much uh, what I wrote or what I write uh, yeah, resonates with them. Mm -hmm. um, I guess that's kind of the fuel for that self-doubt is other people's acknowledgement. So for instance, today I asked you, do you think I'm lazy? Mm -hmm. Was because I was having a conversation with myself mm -hmm. about, are you being a bit lazy? You feel better enough to watch a movie. Maybe you should do something productive. Mm -hmm. Well, honestly, I wasn't good enough to do anything, but I was having that conversation about feeling lazy and, and um, you helped me by saying, hey, what if when I think you're lazy, I'll tell you you're lazy. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I can't wait for that I'm day. Gonna tell you I'm going to test yes. it. I'm going to test it. So, no, but it's, I think it's important. I think your partner is such a mirror for you. You know, it's really important. Like if you have that conversation in your head, I think in many cases it's important to share it and be like hey this is what my crazy head is telling me what do you think i mean i really was honest about it to be like hey if i think you're a lazy ass i will tell you i promise yeah, if i catch you somewhere yeah i will you know yeah <laughs> and then how about you if you think about those messages uh, besides the photoshop experience mm, i mean because you've gone also through a lot of growth in your previous career. Yeah. Where you were outgrowing your peers. So you were, first of all, a woman in a man's world, mm -hmm. I would say, as a manager and an executive. Yeah. And uh, also pretty hostile work environment. Uh, just yeah. being, making assumptions here, sorry. Um, how did you deal with those messages back then? Because Or, or were they even there? They were there very loud. And how did they show up for you? I would, uh, I would really try to use them to fuel myself to get further, mm -hmm. to achieve more. But I would like, I would never stop and acknowledge where I am. You know, I would just always keep running, keep expanding, keep getting promoted. And when I would stop, I'd be like, "You're not good enough." Mm -hmm. Like. Slow when you rest, you rest. Oh, when you rest, you rest. Yeah, that type of behavior, which is really why my 
speed in my head, the pace I had was just really not humane. Mm-hmm. So I think that was something that was fueling. It was fueling and it was good, but it's, it was not a good type of fuel. You know, to really just stop yeah, and acknowledge where you are and to really see how how far you've gotten. Mm. That would also be good. But as soon as I would like start doing that, I would feel that everything else, everything, everyone else is catching up on me. So I would just keep mm. running. Yeah. And of course, the environment is doing that to you as well. Kind of as a woman, um, the older you get, the more you're like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I cannot sustain the level of looks that is expected also etc etc so it kind of like i don't know it's really a twisted environment in my opinion i find it amazingly toxic but this is about the looks yeah also but of course that is the good not good enough you don't look good enough Mm. you're not skinny enough you're not smart enough use a big ass cosmetic surgery absolutely oh my gosh yeah yeah, all the not good in, enough is yeah, so much money. Insecurities. Yeah, we got some roses right there. Nice, yeah. It's nice to have you guys with us. Yeah. We're hanging on a little string <laughs> here, but you're with us. It's amazing. Yeah. So this not looking good enough thing mm-hmm. is also very much related to aging, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How do you think uh, <clears throat> uh, you changed in your perception of yourself? I kind of like, it's really almost difficult to describe it. I remember when I was 29, I was about to turn 30. I hated it. I was like, oh my gosh, 30. This is crazy. I don't want to be 30. It's so old. And now I'm turning 40 this year. It's not that I'm like hooraying around turning 40. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, I have seen so much life. Like this body, this face has seen so much experience and life. And it's also beautiful to acknowledge that. Like, I actually really wouldn't want to have a mind and body of a 25-year-old anymore. I, really... I don't mind the body of a 25-year-old. No, but I, I, I would like say 80. it always comes in a package. I feel like 80. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. when you're... Yeah. Well, what does the chick say? Young, dumb, and full of cum? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but... <laughs> With 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 the body comes infused the mind and the experiences yeah. and also uh, I think biggest things that also change over the years are your priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also like I don't know if you're super young then you kind of struggle or you really stress about two kilos too much on your hip. Mm. You're like, oh my gosh, when I you're a bit older, you're a bit like, yeah, I had a big dinner last night. Tomorrow probably will feel better. Like, I still catch those moments where my head is like, oh, yeah, you know, like... Your You're hip, not skinny enough. Your hip is getting bigger, you, this is getting bigger, those pants are getting tighter. And then I'm like, I guess there are really more important things in life than than a body size or a fashion size mm-hmm. or a pant size. Like. And if it is something you care about? Because now you're saying I don't care. No, I didn't say I, I don't care. I care about it. Mm-hmm. But if it's two kilo more for a week... Life is not going to come to an end. Okay. In the past, it would almost. I would like go to the gym three times more. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also put myself on a scale like three times a week. Yeah, you care less about it. I do. Yeah, yeah. it makes life just a bit easier. Yeah. But how do you, like, you still hear the messages though? I do, but not as much. And you don't listen to them as much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's as much a uh, stage and... Uh, 
sound you give them, right? No. Or you just like, yeah, thank you, but it's not for me. Thank you. It's mm. not the voice I want to listen to. Thank you. It's not the voice that I want to rule my day. Yeah, because I think also with your body and weight, what I've heard you say the last couple of months is it's weird that you can eat this much and still weigh the same. Mm. Yeah. Because you, you assumed that if you ate an apple, you would grow an apple on your side. <laughs> so you didn't eat the apple. Because yeah, this whole idea of like your body needs a certain amount of calories to just function through the day that didn't exist in my head. Yeah. Every time I would eat something, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is already too much calories. Mm. And to rephrase this and be like, there's an X amount of calories is quite a lot. This you need to like your brain to function and your body to function. And then everything else is a plus that again gets burned by moving, by working. Yeah, existence. Exactly, existence. So, yeah, if you put that into perspective, then you can also kind of like look at those voices and be like, yeah, it's a voice in my head, but it's not me. Mm. Like, I, I don't know, does it like, does it really matter that I. But you have gone years. Yeah, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Buckled under that voice. I have gone like right a decade, now, more than a decade. Super, super relaxed, like who cares? It's another no, I'm not me. saying who cares. No, but you make it sound easy. Not at all. I went over a decade with that voice of super loud screaming in my head mm. and ruling my day. I would wake up in the morning, put on my pants, they wouldn't fit. And then the day would literally be, the, the tone for the day would be set to be shitty. Mm. Period, you know? So, so... Back then, those voices were ruling you? Yeah. And how did you get to the point that you're like, hey, this is not my voice? I think the environment gives does a lot, first of all. Of course, if you work in a fashion environment, then you feel like everyone is this. Mm. And then everyone has those voices and all the talks that you have in your coffee breaks. It's about like, oh my gosh, I got to cut out some calories. Uh, have you tried this new diet? Have you tried this? Have you okay, tried this okay, new workout? Okay. So it's all about that. So then it's difficult to like silent out the voice in your head when everyone else is saying the same. But if you change the environment, then you start to understand what, like then you start to see it with a bit of distance and be like, this is just a voice in my head. And I don't, I decide not to listen to this voice anymore. No. Because it makes my day shitty. And I prefer to have nice days. And def like defining yourself by your fashion size is the worst definition of yourself that you can choose. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just, <laughs> it, I don't even know what the word will be. It's just so pointless. It's, it's so very empty. Pointless, yeah, very pointless. It's just really empty. Like even if you buy a size 36 among three different brands, it's not going to be the same fit at all. Like I have, I know the background, you know, I know the mathematics behind it. I know how that shit works. And even me, if I don't fit a size X in some stores, I'll be like, oh, eh, eh. You feel bad about yourself. Yeah, despite the fact knowing that you should. Like, you know, when you had that example with the pant, when you went to buy a mm, pant and yeah. the guy was like, you're never this size. And then you're like, yeah, I needed that size. And I mean, like, no, what? two sizes more even. Yeah, exactly. Like what, what the hell, how, how come like. What does it say? It's what does it say a, about your self-worth? It's just a number, right? Exactly. So, yeah. But I think as soon as we put numbers on things, we also relate it to good or bad or better. Like, are you more yeah. or less? And then, like, 
less is better or more is better with shoe sizes, with, with pant sizes, all that the stuff. The only more that is better is self-value, honestly. That's all I can say. Yeah, and I think that's the last part I would like to add to today's episode is behind this voice that is telling you you're not whatever it is Feeling enough. blank enough, yeah. Um, there is a desire. And figuring out what that desire is mm-hmm. for yourself, I think is super helpful in in, uh, calming down that voice. So uh, I don't know what your desire was during those fashion days um, or what your desire is today on your business uh, expansion, but I think uh, some people say it's a a little better every day. Mm -hmm. Just show up every day is a great way to acknowledge yourself and then look at where you're coming from. But when you're not feeling good enough, when you're not feeling smart enough, when you're not feeling fit enough, uh, the desire you have, I think, for me personally, is to be accepted. Mm-hmm. That's why the not enough shows up. Because mm-hmm. if you're not tall enough, you cannot get on this ride, basically. Mm-hmm. You're not accepted. So to figure out how that resonates within you and within what realm and which dimensions of you this acceptance plays a role and then uh, finding acknowledgement for that you are accepted, that people love you for the way who you are, what you are, what you do for them, what you mean for them, the things, all the things you take for granted that you don't even give yourself credit for. You're just focusing on a little bit that nobody's even concerned with. Mm-hmm. Like when you're walking around thinking about your uh, waist size, uh, you're the only one with that you're thing. Absolutely <laughs> the only one with that concern. <laughs> and you know? uh, when you're thinking this little corner of my website is not amazing enough, mm. who cares? Like that's easy to say, but the desire b- behind your website being nice, or your profiling being great, or your Instagram page being big, is in some form of way, yeah, acceptance yeah. And, and like people embracing you. Absolutely. And as much as we like to add numbers to it and say more is better, it's also very simple to pick up a phone and call one of your loved ones and uh, have that conversation yeah. around how much you accept each other, how much you love each other. Like when all said is done and you're taking your last breath, you'll have those memories of the people you cherish, the people you spent nice times with, and the people who made you laugh. and. In those moments, we truly feel accepted and, and, and loved for who we are. And yeah, when you're having a good time people with people, you're never concerned with being good enough. You're just uh, enjoying life. Yeah, well, I think it also really helps to share that with your closest ones. You know, if you have those doubts and voices in your head, like you did today, to be like, hey, do you think um, I'm lazy? I think it's, it also really helps to share that because sometimes exactly. the other person can like really dismantle that belief and be like, hey, this is literally bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I said today. I was like, hey, you've been super sick yesterday. Like you just mm-hmm. like you can oh, keep yeah. your eyes open today. I think it's okay if you're like sitting around not sleeping the whole day and not doing work. Like the last thing you need in your face is your laptop. You know, so I think that also um, really helps to share it with your loved ones and be like, hey, this voice is really uh, screaming at me. What do you think? That's a big, big deflator for fear yeah. or, or doubt is speaking it out. Yeah. So uh, I know it sounds counterintuitive because you're like, it's my biggest secret that I have self-doubt and I want to be a confident person. Yeah. 
but it's uh, proof of confidence and bravery if you're willing to acknowledge your own vulnerability and speak your uh, truth in that sense. Yeah, and the last thing I, I discovered a while back that also helps is to write it down on a piece of paper and burn it. Ah, yes, the burning. That's, that's also really powerful. That's kind of a ritual for yourself to be like, I'm done with this type of self-belief, this false self-belief. Recently, I burned five pieces of paper and I was like, yeah, that felt really good. Like, what? What, what, what makes you think that, you know? That sometimes just that ritual, doing that really helps as well to mm. kind of like re- relieve, release it and let go of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it for today. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks so much for your support. You can find us every Tuesday live on Instagram and Facebook. If you can't make it live, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Playlist. Give us a five-star rating if you like it. Share. And check out the videos on uh, YouTube as well. Love change out. Bye-bye.